I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. You can join us tonight. Coming across all over the nation, from station to station, about 175 to 200 stations, give or take a few. Also, we're online. You can find us on TalkStreamLive.com or we also have... um, Aftermath.fm, where you can listen to us from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. free. Uh, we're loud and clear on Aftermath.fm. But if you want to listen to the show at a more convenient time, or you'd like to go back and listen to shows, find out more about our study groups, our own little social media network, our chat room, our news aggregator, Nucifer, and all this other groups uh, and, and fun things we have, you can go to our digital playground. It is Aftermath.media. Not HTTP, none of that stuff. It's just a- type it in aftermath.media you'll type it in you'll be prompted and uh, you'll have a subscription and all you have to do is subscribe and you get more than just my show you get all kinds of other great shows you get all kinds of other great podcasts you get video you get documents you know if you really want to win an argument if you really want to do the research if you really believe in fighting for what is right and what is truth You'll have all the resources you could ever want at aftermath.media. We aren't, we aren't just saying, hey, listen to my show and, and pay for it. No, my show's there, of course. But there are other things that we feel are very valuable, and that is information. Information that's been taken down. Information that gets censored. We keep it, and we have it there for you at aftermath.media. Sign up today, aftermath.media. Helps the show. It'll help you, believe me. Uh, and you get to meet and talk to people that are of like minds, you exchange information, and, and it, it's just an amazing format. I, I'm i learning new things every day about it. Even though that, you know, it was the brainchild of Ron and Rob Davenport, myself, and a few other people, I still am finding new places to hang out on Aftermath.media. So sign up today, Aftermath.media. I really liked last night's show. Uh, I was talking in the chat room, the Aftermath chat last night, and I, you know, I actually say, you know, when I really enjoy a show, I, say, I enjoyed the show. Um, because, I, you know, you don't normally do that. You know, you sit there and you say to yourself, was it a good show? Well, the audience decides that. And the ratings decide that. And everything's all, you know, put together. And you're thinking, ah, was it good? Was it, you know, but I really enjoyed talking with Pastor Paul. I enjoyed talking with Steve, uh, Dr. Sky, calling Dr. Sky. But it never fails. Whenever I do shows about the Bible, there's always somebody telling you, you don't know anything about your Bible. I know a lot about the Bible, okay? But whenever I do shows about biblical passages and I talk about blood and moons and the sun going dark, I get a few religious people that want to get on my tail and say that, you know, I've said something wrong or I quoted a scripture wrong or interpreted it wrong. Earthquakes, birds and snakes, airplanes, Lenny Bruce may not be afraid, but a lot of people are. And those people always write me and they take the opportunity to email me and tell me that I'm fear-mongering. They tell me, you spread fear porn for the masses. And, and I and I I guess you know if you want to call it that you know sometimes it is fear that motivates people to prepare. But as I've said, end times thoughts and feelings are etched deeply into our DNA. And so if something troubles you and you feel scared, I tell people hug your cat. I have three of them. <laughs> That's how neurotic I am. I have three of them. We have three cats. 
We have Pasquale. We have Luigi. We call him Zool because he talks to us. He talks like he's you know it's kind of possessed kitty. And then we had Rusty, and he's this big old cat, loving old fat cat, and we just love to have him around. Yeah, find some love. Hug your kids. Do something to help yourself. Get out of this craziness. It is the apocalypse. It feels like it is. Hell, I, I'm going to call it. It's the apocalypse. And, and maybe it's time to do something to avoid the apocalypse we're creating right now. I mean, we've always been told that there are existential threats that are unavoidable. I mean, the planet we live on is unpredictable. And the planet lives on, guys. I mean, the world's not going to end. That'll be too easy. The world's still going to be here. We're going to end. We're going to go away. Bye-bye, eventually. Because people are unpredictable. And we're now seeing history kind of repeating itself because leadership, no matter what political cloth they're cut from, are becoming megalomaniacal sadists. I mean, before COVID-19, the most hyped existential threat was climate change. Political personalities like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Bernie Sanders would preach doom unless we drastically changed our lifestyle, putting our end in the world sometime between 12 years, I guess, uh, you know, around 2030, around that time. So, I mean, immediately some global warming alarmist vowed to have, well, they said, well, we're not going to have any more kids. We want a greener world. The World Economic Forum pushed the 2030 agenda. We're not going to eat meat anymore. We want you not to eat meat anymore. I mean, the agenda is gaining momentum. And it was gaining momentum with true believers vowing to stop flying, drive electric cars, not eat meat, preach the new Green Deal. But no one else cared. No one else saw the existential threat. No one wanted to play in this endgame strategy they were creating. And the reason why was people weren't scared enough to change. Then along came spiky virus. One graphic floated behind the commentator showing a, a little balloon festooned with spikes. The mainstream media had an obligation to spread corona doom. And they didn't have to be so melodramatic, but death and horror sells, right? Adversarial journalism sells. And the little spiky virus became a political cudgel, along with masks and social distancing and self-imposed house arrests. People have meekly complied with drastic curtailments of their liberties and economic constraints, guaranteeing the destruction of businesses not protected by the government. Now, Rules, the rules we were given were, you know, 14 days to flatten the curve, we were told. But 14 days extended repeatedly. With constantly, we see the moving of the goalposts. Now we're seeing a light at the end of the tunnel. And as the virus seems to be winding down and people have the choice to be vaccinated, well, they don't have the choice. In some places, they don't have the choice to not be vaccinated or be vaccinated. I mean, in some places, it's... It's not a choice, but for some people wanting to get back to work, they have a choice of either getting the vaccine or getting fired or not getting hired. It appears that whoever is pushing this doom agenda does not want to see things get back to normal. They're not ready to relinquish their power. So it's been said that after the first 14 days were extended into a year and now beyond a year, paranoia is now growing over the unforgivable sin of vaccine hesitancy. We're seeing vaccine hesitancy. Whistleblowers from inside Facebook say that they are censoring skeptics of the COVID-19 vaccine by demoting user comments by way of an algorithm that calculates vaccine hesitancy scores. That's according to uh, a leaked uh, report from Veritas, Project Veritas. 
James O'Keefe, the head of Project Veritas, claimed on Fox News that two anonymous Facebook employees leaked documents showing that the company was testing a beta version of the algorithm to target anti-vaxxers. Now, the document purports to show the beta version was being tested on 1.5% of some 3.8 billion, with a B, users of Facebook, of Facebook and its subsidiary, Instagram. It's around the world. So in its executive summary section, it states that the goal is to drastically reduce user exposure to vaccine hesitancy in comments. And people are always saying, well, why did you delete my comments, Clyde? I don't delete comments. I mean, we have admins sometimes that see something that they think is objectionable to protect us from anything. That I mean, look, whatever you say reflects on us. And we're very, very uh, open to a lot of things. But there's some things that just don't fly, and the admins have word on clearing it out. But our admins are pretty open-minded. Our admins are pretty... You know, I guess liberal, you could call it, whatever said. They, they're not. They're not going to. They're not going to freak out at, at, at everything. And some things, of course, racism and hate and all this other stuff that goes. Sometimes people get banned. But when you're looking at the, these documents, Facebook's aim is to decrease in other engagement of vaccine hesitancy comments, including uh, create likes, reports, replies, all these things. Um, the narrative is get the vaccine, the vaccine is good for you, everyone should get it, the documents are saying this is what you, I mean, if you don't, if you don't go with the program, if you don't follow the pattern, if you don't do what we're told, you're going to be singled out as an enemy of society, and in some places you become an enemy of the state. I mean, especially in Oregon where they're going to be passing these Excelsior vaccine mandates saying that you have to have a card or a tattoo or a chip or the 666 pretty much tattooed on your forehead. You know, it's funny. I was thinking about this the other day. I'm seeing people getting tattoos of their vaccine cards saying that they're fine or they have a big Band-Aid tattooed on their arm. I have a UPC symbol of a 13-ounce can of Spam. And I was thinking about getting that altered to say, you know, vaccine scan. Just have it underneath there. And then if they do scan it, I know it's a little old and it kind of runs together a bit, but if they did scan it, they would see, I'm a I'm a 13 ounce can of mystery meat. I, I I'm spam. I'm 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 nothing but mystery meat that that basically can get jabbed or get kicked around or get treated like a slave or a pawn in an endgame chessboard type of situation. That's that's how I see it because we don't have a say or we do have a say, but many people just don't know how to go about saying. They have to say it. They have to they have to say clearly how they feel and they have to and they have to say it and they have to demand that they get recognized for what they say and if you don't like it you fight it you don't want to be segregated you want to be another scapegoat you don't want to be another statistic 503-225-0860 that's 503-225-0860 i'm clyde lewis you're listening to ground zero and we'll be back I'm Clyde Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at Aftermath.media. It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.